Thank you so much for joining me for the Reinvention Adventure Road Trip to Your Future, an interview series where we hear personal stories about people who have forged entirely new paths in their professional and personal lives and are now living life in new and unexpected ways. I'm Melissa Curtin, Certified Reinvention Coach. My mission is to guide people who feel as if they've lost their way back to feeling alive, excited, and reconnected to a vision so that they have a renewed sense of purpose and a clear direction forward. My real job is to be your travel guide on the adventure to reinvent your life. We all reinvent ourselves many times during our lifetimes, sometimes consciously and by choice, and other times like so many changes, reinvention is forced upon us. I believe that reinvention doesn't have to be excruciating. While it still may be painful in various ways, ideally it's a healthy and invigorating growth experience. Today, we're hearing from Kashana Holland. Kashana is president and CEO of Simply Kashana. She's a life coach, motivational speaker, author, and corporate trainer. Her business is founded on three key principles, bold, fearless, and courageous living. And that's what you're going to hear from her today. So welcome, Kashana. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Melissa, for having me. I am excited about being here. I'm excited about just sharing with your listeners today. Thank you. You know, Kashan, as I was getting ready for the interview, I was reminded about the first time I saw you. And I was at the beginning of my reinvention journey, transitioning out of a job. And you were at a, we were at a community meeting together and you stood up in the front of the room and I was still trying to find my, and make my way into my identity as a coach. And you stood up and introduced yourself Hi, I'm Kashana Holland. I'm a life coach. I'm a blah, blah. And I was like, <laughs> sitting in the back of the room, like, look at her go. And I remember I had to leave early and I wrote down my number because I didn't even have cards yet. And I was like, call me. Or can we get together? Ran up to snuck up the front and snuck <laughs> to you. And like within a day or something, you kindly wrote me. We had coffee and the rest is history. Yes, absolutely. I remember that day and I remember how pleasant you were in terms of sneaking up and just giving me your information. And I remember our coffee date as well. Uh, so clearly it was just an amazing connection and we've been connected every since. So I am so just blessed to have you in my life. Oh, me too. Thank you. <laughs> so I would love it if we could start with just a little bit about your background. Like, where'd you come from? Where'd you grow up? What about your family? I mean, so much of who we are, right, is how we grew up, our siblings. So just tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Absolutely. So I am originally from Houston, Texas. I'm sure you will hear my Southern twang come out somewhere in this interview. <laughs> I am the oldest of two children um, and also the oldest of grandchildren. So uh, I grew up, of course, like I said, in Houston, Texas with a hint of Louisiana. And I like to say because my grandmother was from Louisiana. So I grew up with a lot of uh, Louisiana influence in my life. So needless to say, food was kind of the center of our family. We love to eat <laughs> and we love community. That was something that was huge in my family, community and our faith. And so I grew up in, uh, in a tight knit community, but also uh, just really uh, holding on to a faith that we all so dearly cherish to this day. 
And so, uh, you know, growing up, I, I was a cheerleader in high school. I was popular amongst friends and just really was an ambitious uh, teenager. And everyone pretty much knew that something was going to happen with me. You know, they weren't quite sure what it was. And my teachers, they were uh, strongly encouraging me to pursue, uh, to pursue life and to pursue success. And so I've always had that kind of encouragement and that push to do something great. And so I, with that being said, I didn't have a choice, Melissa. I had to be successful. I just didn't know how that would look. I love that. So you just demonstrated how reinvention starts literally from the day we're born, right? We just do it over and over. We adapt, right? Yes. So before we move on to where you are now, what did, do you remember what you wanted to be when you were a little girl? I wanted to be a lawyer. Okay. I was, cause I knew that I could probably talk my way into helping someone win a case. <laughs> so I was like, I had the confidence and the determination to do this. So I was, I was just super, super pressed about being a lawyer. And, um, and of course that evolved. Um, then I knew I was, I would loved to talk. So I wanted to be a businesswoman. So I majored in international business when I first uh, applied to school. And then I, I started, you know, realizing that I, I love to help people. So I then became a, an HR representative and uh, worked for a staffing agency where I help people to find jobs. And honestly, I found out or I thought that that was really what I was going to do. So much so that I started my own staffing agency for a very short period of time. <laughs> Didn't last too long because all of the intricate details were not quite what I was looking for. Then I stepped out of that and I began to work for another human resources company and I worked for a bank and I worked for an oil and gas company. So I've always at the core of everything that I do, the common denominator, if you will, was people. I loved helping people. So even though uh, I shift jobs and, and moved quite frequently, I had to look at the core of what all of those jobs entailed. And that was to make people better. And that honestly is the goal and the destiny and my purpose in life, if you will. It's to help people become better. That is so you. You know, I, <laughs> I always say this to you, but you are such a dynamic speaker. I mean, I could listen to you talk all day long. And that is, I mean, you are a motivational speaker. You're a, you're a coach. So all of those threads, and that's what I always love to see is that piece from when you were a little girl. I mean, I could actually, I could see you in a courtroom making a case because you do like you're a strong, you make a good case. Um, but all those threads lead. We're always on our way to somewhere. And you just, you just shared like you're built on this and then you go to this and you go to that. So can you talk with us about kind of that reinvention path to led you to where you are now with your own business and as a coach and this combination of, of services that you provide. Absolutely. So one of the things that I noticed as I was going through my entrepreneurial journey and which I did not know that it was that at that time, I was just kind of going from job to job and I was not able to settle in. And I'm like, why am I not able to settle in? I was moving jobs every, you know, one to two years or so, just not, I wasn't content. I was not content. And then I, um, I, was, I became a, um, a, one of the associate pastors at a church. And this was like the ultimate job, right? Because I get to work with people. I get to, you know, love on people. And this was like it. I was like, yes. And then I was challenged. I was challenged to go, Melissa, outside of the walls. I was challenged to get outside of my comfort zone. I was challenged to grow. 
I was challenged to become more impactful and I was challenged to become even more relevant. And I decided to take advantage of that challenge. I decided to say, okay, I will accept the challenge and do what I need to do. And I did that honestly by a huge leap of faith because I had no idea how this was going to look. And I remember uh, what I did to really just kind of uh, culminate this moment in my life is I went skydiving. Now, watch yourself, okay? Brace yourself for this amazing story. Me and my best friend, she is, she's, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna partner with you, girl. We're gonna do this. I believe in you. We went skydiving and uh, we, we got up in the plane. And as we got up in the plane, what happened was um, the, 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 uh, the guy that I was in tandem with, his name was Arnold. I will never forget his name, Arnold. And he opened the, the, uh, the door to the plane. We were 10,000 feet in the air. And he says to the pilot, I can't find a hole. And I said, now I'm, I don't know much, but I'm just trying to put context clues here together. Can't find a hole. Does that mean we can't jump? <laughs> and so the pilot says, don't worry. I have to go back down for gas anyway. And I'm thinking, oh, now we're 10,000 feet in the air. He can't find a hole. He doesn't have gas. We have a problem here. Okay. <laughs> so we went down, we went back down. And my best friend says, Kashana, you know, you don't have to do this, right? <laughs> I said, no, no, no. I am not going to miss my moment. And this is my moment. And I'm going to take it. I'm going back up. It was then that I understood that I had a specific moment in time an opportunity that I was not sure would come back around. So I had to make a decision at that time whether I was going to allow the obstacles to stop me from going to the next level or whether I was going to take my moment and I decided to take that moment. And it was the most beautiful moment that I ever had, jumping out of a plane, seeing things from a different view and just embracing all of God's creation. I will never forget that moment. And so as my life has evolved on so many different levels, I've realized that I can never miss an opportunity. Therefore, bold, fearless, and courageous has always been my tagline. And I, have, I didn't realize it at that time, Melissa, but in everything in my life, it has taken boldness, it has taken courage, and it has taken fearlessness to go to the next level. So every time I get ready to make a decision on something and I'm nervous about it, I know that's an indicator that it's time to go to the next level. So my evolution has not been something that's been easy, but it's been something that has been mine. It's been my journey. And I've embraced that journey every step of the way. It's caused me to go outside of my comfort zone. It's caused me to, to shed some tears, honestly. It's caused me great discomfort. It's caused me to lose some people in my life that were very near and dear to me, but it's caused me to get to the next level, the, the level that I'm called to, not that I'm passionate about, because I understand that passion is an emotion and emotions don't last forever, but it's the place that I am called to. And when I, when I, have, when I got to that place and I'm constantly evolving, even in that place, I realized that I'm in my sweet spot. And once you get in your sweet spot, it's hard to uproot you. Oh, Kashana, I love that story. Thank you so much for sharing. I can only imagine every time you come to that precipice, right? We, we use that metaphor all the time, jumping out of an airplane or jumping off a cliff. 
Yeah. You did it. And I can imagine that you can physically go back there and you're, <laughs> I've done that. I mean, what, what's stopping me now? But I want to pull out that element that you just mentioned about being called hmm. because you just shared that. And I had chills the entire time with your story, but I have, I have a hunch that so you answer the calling. And when I'm working with my coaching clients, and I'd be curious what you see in yours, the people are there at the, they're at the most miserable. And I mean, I will say miserable because it's misery. It is misery as when as humans, we are being called and we're not answering that calling. Yes. And the clarity part is hard, right? Getting down that path is hard. Is. But I like what you said is it's around the intentionality. And when I'm called, I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yes, I might be afraid. Yes, the plane might have to go back down and come back up. But it's not, we don't live linear. Our lives are not linear paths. It's At a journey. It is a windy road, right? Oh my goodness, absolutely. I, I think what um, what has happened, unfortunately, Melissa, is our culture has dictated that this entrepreneurial journey is easy. Just go for what you want. Just do what everything you do. What you want to do. Live life to you know. All of that is great, but we forget the the main point is that it takes work. Um, everything every day is not golden. It's not rainbows, skittles, and unicorns. It's it's really getting up uh, as you use the word intentionality. It's getting up with intention. It's getting up with purpose. It's understanding that you've been called to this place. And even in my discomfort, even in the not wanting to do it, even in the shrinking back and not feeling like I'm worthy, I'm still called to it. And that takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of courage, honestly, to keep going for it. Here's the thing that I I had to understand. And this is, again, a part of my call. I had to understand that I have been called to places where sometimes people have not, they, they may not understand. I've been called to tables where people don't necessarily look like me. And it honestly may make them uncomfortable. I've been called to people who may reject me at first until they realize that I have something to say. And when you know you've been called to that place, even though it doesn't feel good, you know that you've been called to it. And so you lean, no, no, no. You step into it boldly. I think you jump into into it. it. You jump into it boldly. And you know that this is where I'm supposed to be. And so I'm a a little different in that regard where um, I can, I appreciate the places that are easy, but the places that are hard are the ones that I'm okay with because I've been graced in. So I just keep moving. I keep it's moving. interesting to hear you talk about this because I think about two things. One, it's intentional, but it's also practice. You mm-hmm. do it over and over. And thank God when you jumped out of the plane, you've lived to tell about it. <laughs> but that is also a metaphor for you keep doing it and you say, well, here's the worst that can happen. And I've lived through this and I've lived through this and I've lived through this all a whole series of, to use your term, evolution of reinvention, right? As it, so that's just the entrepreneur, Absolutely. but you are also a mother of three. You're yes. a sister, a daughter, a friend, like all of these roles that have nothing. I mean, they obviously support your business in terms of your <laughs> well-being, 
but that's the other part. And we're not even touching on that, right? Oh my all those aspects that you've had in your personal life of all the roles that you, you play in the world, right? Talk about evolution. I mean, and there are some places or, or some areas in your life that you forget to tend to, if you will, you forget to nurture because you're so busy working on this area that it's like, oh, I forgot that I have this area as well. You know, um, I remember growing my business and going through a divorce at the same time. And I, my children needed me and I needed us to eat at the same time. So I was like, wait a minute. Okay, hold on, hold on. You know, and we had to have a family meeting and I had to let them know, listen, I am in a season of my business where I am the sole breadwinner in the house. That means that I have got to put everything I have into building this business and making it work. That means that I may not be at every game. I may not be at every recital. I may not be at every practice or whatever the case may be, because I need to put my energy into this to make sure that we are sustained and that we have everything that we need. And to get everyone on one page uh, was very important to me as a mother. So even when we're talking about, you know, your journey and your evolution, I, I stay away from the word balance and I say, find harmony in it, find harmony, because there's always one part of your life that's going to play louder than the other part. And so making sure that you tend to that part that's playing louder than the other, but you don't forget that there's something in the background is going to be key to your success. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. I never use the word balance, that whole work-life balance. No, none of that. <laughs> so what would you say to people who are on, I mean, it's their journey of life, but you know, they're sitting there right now and they're like, you know what? I need, I need to, re, I'm, call, I'm being called to reinvent. Yeah. What kind yeah. of advice would you give them? Um, allow yourself to get outside of the zone, if you will, of comfort. And uh, Melissa, you and I have talked about this book called uh, The Big Leap. And by Gay Hendricks. And I tell you that book, it has definitely changed the way I just see my life and its totality. Understanding that I am great in what I do. I am, um, you know, I, I love that people are, are getting from it and, and really learning and, and being built and, and they're growing and all of that good stuff. I'm operating in my zone of excellence, right? But to get to my zone of genius, it's going to require me to let go of some of the things that I want to hold on to so desperately because they validate me. Yikes. So what happens then is I have to step out of what I'm used to. I have to step out of what I am great in to become greater. So if you were wanting to know what in the world do I do, if I know that I'm called to greater, but I'm in, a, I'm in a pretty good spot right now, it's really letting go of you. It's understanding that there is more of you to discover and stepping, jumping into that because that opportunity may never come around again. And I just, I refuse to allow myself to stay in this space of mediocrity. I always want to be excellent in everything that I do because that's what I'm called to. I'm not called to mediocrity. I'm called to excellence. And so I step up into that space, that zone that I'm called to uh, so that I can touch more people. 
And that's, that's what I, I believe that that's what we are afraid of. And every day, uh, Melissa, honestly, it's a prayer for me that my capacity will be enlarged because I understand that where I am now, I don't have the capacity to handle the next level, right? Mm-hmm. But if, I, if I am allowed to get to this next level, okay, uh, then I, I know I'm going to need the capacity to sustain the next level as well. So get out of your own way. Get out of your own way and let go of the things that are comfortable for you so that you can experience greatness on a whole different level. It's waiting for you. <laughs> oh, such good advice. You've inspired me today. <laughs> I can't thank you enough for joining us on, the re- on our reinvention adventure road trip to your future. Yes. You are on your way to whatever is next. And yes. it is such a joy. And it's my honor to be with you on that path. Thank you so much for sharing your personal story and for being with us today, Kishana. My absolute pleasure, Melissa. Thank you. And I know that we just touched the kind of the tip of the iceberg, but, um, but definitely I appreciate the opportunity to just open up the hearts and minds of your listeners today. Thank you so much.